Hello everybody, welcome back to the Unfleek podcast. Finally back in studio for episode number 31. It's myself, P.O.B.G., and my home slice, Chewy the 4666. What's going on, brother? Not much, Pete, not much. Just woke up from a winter hibernation. Nice little kip, eh? It's, yeah. been, a, it's been a long week, no? Been a long, been a long week. Hang on, I just checked my calendar. We've been asleep for about two and a half months, my man. Oh well, I'm back now. Two and, and a half months, and I get woken up because someone dragged me into their Twitter beef. What the fuck was that all about? So you remember our good friend Josh Colcannon? Oh yes. I said to him when he was doing his video edit, I said, "This deadly video that was going around at the time from Justin Lawrence Hoyt, right, Canadian dude that is in love with Alicia Keys, and he made this video that I'm sure a lot of." That I'm sure a lot of people have seen where he's like he's a fisherman in like Nova Scotia or Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, somewhere like that. I was yeah, I was checking. And then he he starts dancing along the pier. He has his beard and a big hat and all that. And behind him, somebody's holding up a Boss sound box, and it's playing No One by Alicia Keys, and he's dancing to it, and it's a very funny video. And I said to Josh, it'd be gas if you put the Rocky Road to Dublin over that track. And he goes, right, I'll do that. For you, I'll send it to you, and then you can upload it to Tom Fleet Podcast. That was cool. We sent it to me on Facebook, and I used to have an iPhone, and iPhones don't let you do anything unless it's exactly an iPhone program, yeah. anything like that. So it was like, it came through as like the best. A, a it came through as an audio file, but I couldn't transfer it to Dropbox or anything like that. Then when I got my new Samsung Galaxy X S7, I was able to download onto the phone and then upload it onto YouTube. When I uploaded it to YouTube, first of all, a year ago, six months ago, and the other day, I sent uh, Justin Lawrence Hoyt an email saying, here, love your work. Uh, I have a little version of your video there with an old Irish song from the 19th century, and it goes very well with that video as a laugh. I want to upload it to YouTube. I'm not going to do it without your permission. Uh, I'm not going to monetize it. Everything will need towards your side. Right? Yeah. It never got back to me. Well, so how long have you actually had this in, in the arsenal? I would say about eight months. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That long? That long, yeah. You think you would have you called... From when, from when Josh think was you would have called here, you're techie. And go, <laughs> hang on. I, I, think I, I think I know a guy, right? That has, no, that has like, a big like custom-built PC that, that has, like, what looks like a, a recording studio in his box room. That does this for shits and gigs. Yeah, that does this for shits and gigs. That I might be able to get this off my shitty iPhone and onto YouTube eight months ago. Right, so, when I... I that's all well and good. Yeah. But then I was like... Surely I can do this. Because he never Surely. got back to you, obviously. No, no, no. I, as in, why I didn't go to my, I didn't go tech support, Chewy. I can't, oh, yeah. I can't upload a simple video up onto YouTube. I was like, surely I can do this. Pete's gonna do this. And I was like, I'm, I'm doing do this. this. So I had that iPhone six plus, and I was like, right there, it is there. Download. Uh, you can't download this because you have an iPhone. Okay. Uh, transfer. Save the gallery. No, you can't do that. I was like, if I say to Chewy, can you get this thing off my phone? I was like, oh, I can't do it, I can't do it. I'll tell you what I'll do, I'll just send it to him, I'll just forward on the message from Facebook, and then see if he goes, oh cool, I'll stick that up there. And if he does that, yeah, that's fine, then I'm not asking him to tie me for the shoelaces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, he never got, but Justin Lawrence never got back to me. Yeah. So eventually I was like, right, fuck it, gave well, me a chance. I, he, yeah, I gave him his chance, and then I tagged him in it, right? And then in the description I put his email, or not his email, his Twitter, his Facebook page, his Instagram, 
and his YouTube. Okay, all linked into this, and the title of the video was Justin Lawrence Height dancing to uh, the Rocky Road to Dublin by the Dubliners. Underneath it, I said this video is an homage to his homage. Yeah. Almost, right? So he did this video, I didn't do this video, uh, all credit to him. The music is from the Dubliners, edited by Josh Colcannon, and everything was linked to everybody who had anything to do with that. Okay? And it wasn't monetized, because yeah. I knew this was going to come back and kick me in the bollocks. Yeah, yeah. As yeah. it always does. We, we, gain, we gain revenue through his video, and he comes with a nice little lawsuit, shabang. Yeah, bang. The Alaskan. You know, ask a beer, why don't you come and take all your money and your house? Yeah, with that beard, like that that moves, with that beard and then moves, you, would, you wouldn't be, you'd be forgiven for thinking he was an Alaskan warrior. Yeah. I was yeah. like, shit, you don't want to get in trouble with this dude. Uh-huh. You know, he, he has a vlog channel. I only found that after you uploaded right, that and I start getting the links to his thing. So I start going checking his shit out. Yeah. Which what you did worked because I actually went and checked out his pages. Exactly, yeah. I would never have made on my way to those pages. So then because I was, I was like, I felt like I was a hacker now that I was able to finally get that video <laughs> on my Facebook inbox and up onto YouTube. So Fox. I put it onto Instagram. Right? And then Instagram and YouTube are both linked with Twitter. Everything is at, everything is mentioned, everything is directed, everything is shout out, and the video is demonetized. I just put that video up for a bit of crack because I thought it was funny, which it is a funny video. It is, it is. I thought that was hilarious. And then the next morning, Larry also. I was a bit pissed drunk when I did it actually. I must go back and check When you, you uploaded it or uploaded when you were talking to. When I uploaded it. Uh, right? Um, I'm going to check your spells before morning, you check your spells, you big Nazi spell. Come here, I could spell everything airspace and you would have fucking crack. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what they made dictionaries for. Don't go like copy and paste and all your shit. And I spelled that wrong. No, no, the next actually. morning I wake up and I have some mentions and I have some instas and I have some emails and I have comments on YouTube and I'll get them up right. The first one I checked was the Twitter mentions and it was from. Justin Lawrence Hoy, who I had contacted many times before and asked him if I could put up this video and there was no there was no answer back from him. But all of a sudden he's Mr. Responsive now. Right. Oh, I'm, yeah. not, I'm, I'm only joking, he's a cool dude. But uh he got back to me then straight away. He is the nicest dude. He is ever. hundred percent the nicest person you're ever gonna get into Twitter beef with. So I was there thinking, right, eventually this could come back to take this down blah 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 you remember how close it was to getting sued by um, KWC or whatever it's called the KPMG over the on fleek oh not the on fleek the uh, YOLO on the bus video that I ended up having to take down oh yeah did you yeah man that was some serious shit so I got a the first tweet said hello there best friend please do take this video down as soon as possible I sure would appreciate it I says, okay, done, no problem. That's a pity because it wasn't monetized and anything, it wasn't monetized or anything and only promoted and directed traffic to your channel. Touch your channel. To. Touch. <laughs> yeah, I can spell that. And then he wrote, I know that he didn't mean any harm by it, but at this point, with that video, I'm more worried about dilution. Okay, so that video was his biggest video, and people fucked around with it. There's versions of it. There's a lot of people that had re-upped it, like even the Lad Bible stuff like that, had re-upped it without any links to his page and yeah, stuff like yeah. that. So it was a fair enough 
reason for him to want right, to take yeah, that video not down. Want, not wanted up, yeah. Yeah. Now, he had also commented on my video on YouTube saying, Hello there, best friend. Do us a quick favour. Take this video down right now without any hassle. I really would appreciate that. Right? In, in the nicest, most possible way. Big time. And this, is, this is Canada, man. This is Canadians. And then I had, on Instagram, I had a notifications from him again saying, Hello there, best friend. Me again. Just wondering, could you please take this down straight away? Thank you very much. Okay. Then you go to Facebook and it said that this video has been blocked. <laughs> reported for copyright infringement because of the audio. Okay. Now, this could be... The Dubliners. This could just be the Dubliners. This just could be like when... The Late Late Show blocked us. Somebody from the Late Late Show wasn't scrolling, looking for it. The audio was cut. And an algorithm that is set up to catch copyright automatically. Automatically caught that we were, that we had played. And then it said, but if you have permission to show this video and this is your content, by all means, continue it, publish it, right? I was like, publish that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Sue what? Sue who? Yeah, yeah, Try yeah. to get this money again now. So when he said, I'm more worried about dilution, I was like, I'm like, it's like the fifth time he's asked me to take it down. He's been the first time right back to him. He's been sounding about it every single time. Yeah. So I wasn't even going to wind him up about it. Yeah. So I said, ah, well then, I understand 100%. Fair play. Keep up all the good work, pal, with the vlogs as well. And then he wrote, thanks, my new best friend. And thanks for understanding. I sure do appreciate it. All the things that you do. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, cool, cool, brother. It's deleted now from YouTube and Insta. I didn't say it was deleted off Facebook. Facebook. My Facebook is private. Because it is still up there. Okay. It is still up there. I said, the only reason why I got you back to you now is because it's 9 a.m. in Dublin. He said, ha, ha, ha. That's what I was thinking. That's totes cool, yo. Thanks for getting back to me as soon as you could. He said, what do you think of the song, though? It's a 19th century song about trauma to England. He said, dude, that song's beautiful every time. End of Twitter beef. End, end of the nicest Twitter beef in existence. Isn't that just lovely? That's, that's, I feel like giving him, giving him, like, I don't know, a hand job or something. It's so nice. <laughs> I was, if I'm being, you know, I was actually only, I was only talking to, uh, I was on, I was on, on my stream last night, mm -hmm. and streaming away, and playing, back to playing. Twitch.com forward slash 246666. 666. Okay. No, actually, Twitch.com forward slash first because someone has 246666 on Twitch. Who the fuck that is, I don't know, but they have no videos, and they've I'm never sure gone live. I'm sure it was you, and you did it by mistake, with it's your porn email instead of your something. normal email, yeah. and then, and now I can't get back into it, because I don't know the passwords, then. Gotcha. No man knows. Sorry, you were on Twitch. Yeah. No, I was on I was on Twitch, right? And I was um I was streaming last night and the uh two lads jumped into my into my channel and one guy just started copying and pasting all the information I have down in my information bar down here. You know, this is my Facebook page. Come on over and have, have a look. I think that's an awesome troll. I like that. <laughs> I appreciate that. That's I funny, man. I wouldn't mind. I didn't even cop that he was doing that until he had, he had posted like the fifth thing or something like. Because I was in a real intense battle. Me and Kieran hunt these guys down. <laughs> when in, you're on Twitter and you're commenting and stuff like that, you, you, when the when the comment comes in, you can just see your eyes going. As in, like you saw something flashing. We're not going to do that right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have people to kill. Yeah. I can't, I can't focus on yeah, what people are writing to me. 
But yeah, so I'm like, I'm, I'm playing away. Me and Kieran hunt these guys down in Frosty, chasing them down to the five story. We end up killing them. I'm like, lovely. We looted, got the stuff, and I'm like, right, what's going on here? Hi, my name is Jude. I'm a streamer. That's my information. What? <laughs> <laughs> and just, just like you normally would have achieved if like a post came in on chat, you set, you read it out so that everybody that's watching is not looking at chat or someone's got a full screen. You read out the comments and then, you know, they know what the question is and then you answer it kind of thing. So I just start reading it out and then it was, I was like, I was like about two lines in and went, that's what I said down below. Mm-hmm. That's what I've typed, and I was that's like, "That's my very own intro, even with my own name." Yeah. Does it say Chewy or Jude? Jude. <laughs> and, and I was like, and, "And I was like, there's my specs in my computer because he copied and pasted. Like, I've got a list of all my specs." And you were there going, "Wow, oh, this dude's got a very similar build to me, man." <laughs> that guy's got a really good PC, man. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I'm like, oh, "Okay, uh, hi, what are you doing?" <laughs> and then some other dude just starts chatting away in, in the chat, and uh, he's like, "Hi, Jan," and I was like. Who fucks Jan? Who's this Jan person you're talking about? But it turns out the guy that was copying and pasting, the two guys knew each other. And so your man was talking to the troll. And so then I start talking to the troll, and the troll was saying something else, and then I start abusing the troll. And then your man started abusing the troll. Then I start abusing the troll even more. Because when I get... When the I, troller became the trolley. The troller became the trolley, yeah. When I, like, that's what I was thinking, was like, with that guy, that guy was so calm, casual, and nice, and chilling out. I was like, nah, shit, someone starts trolling me, or starts doing something against my town. I'm like, no, shit, no, you, if you, fuck, you, you, fuck. If you <laughs> went on and somebody's playing your shit with your music, you don't open with, hello, friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You open like, with, you're like, excuse me, me, motherfucker. <laughs> me and my friends, you yeah. know, I go, fuck you, <laughs> My dad's gonna bother you, that. Yeah, yeah. And he would. It's as simple as that. But, uh, yeah, so I'm like, I'm abusing him. And then, and then your man that was helping me abuse the troll turned around and went, I know, you're going to be bad. He's giving you use. <laughs> and then I was like, all right. So then they sat and they stayed for like two hours, followed the stream, chatting away the whole night. It was good. It was Do you ever get somebody that you get into a bit of banter with on the stream and then get them into a lobby and have a game with you? Uh, yeah, two nights ago, three nights ago, there was a lad in. And I was chatting away to him. He was asking me about the game, how long you're playing and what's your rep, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I'll have a good bit of chat to him. And then he turns around and he goes, uh, he goes, have you got TeamSpeak? I was like, yeah, I've got TeamSpeak. So I gave him my server to the on. He jumped onto it. We started chatting away. He's a French lad. And he's like, oh, c- come on over to the trading servers. And I was like, all right, what do you want to trade? Because he asked to see my global inventory. Um, In the new Z, it's like Infestation Survivor Stories. you got that. You loot and you bank yeah. stuff and yeah. all that. So you can log in with guns. Can you trade or just sell or pull it up for a bit? No, you can trade. Okay, you can drag it out, you can put it in your backpack, walk over to someone, hold down E, and it's a trade offer. Then they open up their inventory, and you can give them, and they give you, and you can see before you accept the trade, so you're not going to get gypped. Okay. So they're not going to give you like a lot of empty Kruger rifles for your like M2099 fucking uh, yeah. gun of Rambo. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so your man's like, hey, uh, he asked to see my global inventory. I showed him. He's like, oh, yeah, nice, yeah. Would you like to go into the trade? So I was thinking, I was like, all right, he's seen something in there that he wants, like, and I'm only kind of new back to the game, so I don't know the value of these things. So I'm thinking, like, is this guy going to screw me over? Is he going to take me? Because I had, I killed some Am snipers. I about to get did? Yeah. Because he was so nice. Hey, why don't you come over here to the trading center? Yeah, yeah. And it was really sounding that way. Went in, and he's like, he goes up to the, to the desk where you get, get your stuff out. And he builds his backpack and comes over. And I'm like, right, what do you want? And he's like, no, no, open up the trade. And I opened up. He gave me 5,000 DX bandages. These things, like, fill three quarters of your health with one hit. 5,000 of them. I was like, what? 
then okay. he just gave yeah, and then he just gave me like fifty, thirty rounds. And obviously, you can't. It, this is a neutral zone. You can't can't kill each other, can't yeah, hurt yeah, each yeah, other. Yeah. And then he gives me ten sniper rifles, and I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I seen your global inventory wasn't that full, so I decided I'll give you some stuff. And then you got a text message off him saying, send nudes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right. Like, yeah, I thought this guy was going to, like, screw me over or something like that. He was going to, like, you know, like, sort of rip me off. Or he saw something on the inventory and he's like, yeah, you're only going to need his uh, Kruger rifle for that M2109. And you're like, uh, okay, but it just gives me all this, like, cool stuff. Stanags, 50 Stanags. And that's there for all the, the like, the M4 guns. The, the meds. 10 sniper rifles and then I find out because I'm standing there for a while and you can see the chat coming up the mm. snipers that he gave me are worth like 2,000 DX bandages each so I could get 20,000 more DX bandages just from the snipers alone trading them off to people in the lobby and what's more personally valuable those Meds bandages because yeah. I, I don't I don't use snipers I, I, I like the, the like you know close burst if you, like so if you get that stuff do you have to go somewhere and put it into your global infantry yeah, inventory well, I, because you know if you get oh great look somebody gave me this and then you step outside and someone just oh no it. you can you can throw it straight into your global in the trading lobbies only in the trading lobby if you're out in the field and you come across a nice gold desert eagle for example I know there's yeah, gold desert there's eagle, gold desert eagle. There's a, yeah, gold, <laughs> there's always a gold desert eagle everybody has a gold if you come across a good gold desert eagle for example you can pick that up and can you put it straight into your global? Not straight into your global. You have you to can, go into there's it. There's two ways you can do it. You can either run to a safe zone and uh, there's like four, there's four safe zones on the map and you can run to them and then go into the safe zone and then go to the little vault window and you can give it in that yeah. way. Or what did you set up the safes outside like in more lock boxes? Lock boxes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can set them up. Oh, they were good. We had lo- We had loads of them. Do you remember yeah. when somebody played the long game with you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> By the way, by the way, <laughs> <laughs> that sounded so worse than, than what it was. The long game, yeah. Mine's longer. Boing! <laughs> no, uh, no, for anybody that's listening that doesn't know, Infestation Survivor Stories was a game that I've got probably about 2,000 hours in total in. It's a zombie MMO, massive open world multi- multiplayer game where the zombies roam around. And there's other survivors running around. You can join in groups with people, or you can literally see someone running through the forest and go, I want to kill them and take whatever the hell they would loot. Yeah, and you can put a lockbox somewhere, and that code is in there. Yeah, so it's like it's like a pin code. Yeah. So you can put a lockbox down, it can hold, uh, what was it, 20 things or something, something like that? that yeah. It's about 20 items in it. So you so and your mates you, and a couple done, of times. Yeah, if you've done a loop, and you've done a long loop, and you're, you're far away from the safe zone, and you, can't, and you don't want to risk running to the safe zone, because there could be someone... There was loads of people always sitting outside the safe zones, just along the edges, waiting. Because when you get into a safe zone, you can't get hurt, you kill, they're lost, you lose your stuff. So you get pinned on the way into it. They kill you on the way in, they'll pick your stuff up, step into the safe zone and put it away in the stairs then. So if you want to keep the stuff in the game, don't want to do the run to the safe zone, you put down this lockbox, lock it away, and only you can get into it. Or... You can sit there for about five hours trying to pick someone's lock because it was only a four-digit combination. Eventually, you're going to get it. But was there not another situation where somebody joined and was like, hey, how's it going? And gave you stuff and then like went to join a clan and played with you for like six days. Yeah. And then later on came back and he played, emptied all your lock boxes. He played the ridiculous That's the long game. game. That's the one I'm talking about. He played the ridiculous long game. So That's often. So we, were, we, we had server 101, right? EU server 101 was our server. 
that was where me and Pete and Kieran and Jen and Mark, Mark and, and Gary yeah, yeah, yeah. and do you remember Beans? Yeah. Remember that Beans? Oh, I was only on a he, couple of times. He just fell him. off the face of the earth. We haven't heard from him since. He that just game. disappeared. He just yeah. disappeared. He had a kid, and I was like, maybe he never really existed. Yeah, Beansy was on my head. But uh, yeah, no. So that was that was our server. We played in that all the time. And then all of a sudden, this this guy call me. Yeah, was it call me maybe? Because remember that song. Call Me Maybe came out and well, he. Like, you were about it. <laughs> yeah, what? So, and then I was like, <laughs> hey, you like that one thing on this. I'm yeah. just going to say in my normal ways again, Call Me Maybe. Remember that song that went, Call Me Maybe? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, him and his clan decided 101 was going to be theirs. And the same town that we had all our lockboxes, they wanted it. So we had this long, probably two month long battle, constantly back and forth with these guys. None of us could log in on our own because no matter what time of the day, if you logged in, there was always at least two or three of that other team on, and they'd just kill it. So, we were going on, battle going probably a month and a half at this stage. And all of a sudden, I'm in town, I'm playing on my own, and this guy's rocking down. And I start chatting away to him, and he's like, yeah, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Call me maybe, and his team logs in. They start taking shots at us. Me and him wreck the whole team. This should be where I, I, alarm bells should have went off. I'd never wreck their team. Can like, you imagine the plan that went into that? Because that had been going on for days where he was a fight against each other. And they were like, right, one of us is going to have to go and become friends. We're going to have to sacrifice ourselves. A month and a half we a were fighting. A month and a half. A in. month and a half. And they're like, okay, call me, maybe. You go and talk to one of them. When you get one of them on their own, you go down and help them. This is going to be a classic play where you're going to go down and get into a gunfight against us. And you're going to have to kill us. We're going to take that bullet. Well, obviously, you know, there's four of them back there. You killed three of them. The other person's there to collect them. Blah, 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 blah. No, they let us take the loot and all. And they had good stuff. Whoa. So they, they gave up good gear, ammo. That's that long game. Body armors, head, uh, case style helmets, um, really good guns. So this guy helps me take out the entire team, me and him. That alarm bells should have all automatically been ringing right there and then. Hmm. And then, like, you know, he takes half his loot. I take half my loot. I put it into my lockbox. He says, right, I'm logging out. He's gone, right? And that was probably about a two-hour play. Me and him playing for together for about two hours. And about three days later or something like that, I log back on. There's the guy on again, running through the town. I'm like, oh, hey, buddy, what's the story? He's like, oh, hey, it's gone. So we're playing again. All of a sudden, call me maybe, and his lads need to log back in again. I'm like, fuck, it's his team again. We wreck him again. Me and him wrecked him, get their gear. And then your man's like, hey, yeah, we were a pretty good team together. I'm like, yeah, do you want to join my, my clan? Send him a clan invite. He logs on then about a day or two later when we're all on the whole clan. I introduce him to everybody else and everybody's like, oh, hey, I heard you. Wreck, call me, maybe. Yeah, you're the man and all that. Plays with us for that night. Plays with us another night. And then the la- the, the, the fourth night or fifth night or something we're playing together. Uh, we, me, and, me and Kieran and all that, we're all like, right, will we give this guy the codes to the lockboxes? Because he was constantly running back and forth and banking his stuff because we're not too far from the safe zone. Like, and he killed for you. He died for you. Yeah, he, he, he died with us. For he killed with us. He collected with us. He got good stuff. He gave it to us to put into the lock boxes and all that. And he was like saying, "Oh, I just I don't want to move up with this little amount. Put it in your lock boxes and all that." Have it Did he say at the start, like, "Here, give me the code"? Or he just stay with never once asked for the code. <laughs> never once asked for the code. <laughs> so I was like, "Right, lads, I think this guy's this guy's proven." And everyone was like, "Yeah, alright, he's proved." And he's like, "And like, you know, we wiped out the team." Maybe loads of times this guy's like, this guy's good, like so give him the code. 
he stays on for a little bit, plays on, and he's like, right, I'm going off. He logs off. We all log off. We log in the next day. Can't get into our lockboxes. Once you have the code and you're in the lockbox, you can change the code. They got into our lockboxes, changed the codes. All of our lockboxes gone. And who was there for us next morning? Me and Kieran. Yeah? Yeah, egg in our face. Boom. Fried and did Mark eggs. being a cynical cunt that he is toward Aaron go, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, he was more like, oh, I knew he was with them. My PC is up in the attic at the moment. It was put up there to make room for the Christmas tree. <sighs> Fuck that, put the Christmas tree back in the attic. Christmas tree's gone now, it's gone out the back, you got a real Christmas tree. And, uh, I'm gonna take down the computer this week. I've been playing FIFA, and right now is possibly the best time to be playing FIFA Ultimate Team. Team of the Year starts today. Okay. Now, as far as FIFA is concerned, as far as gaming is concerned, no game gets more microtransactions worldwide than FIFA does every single year. Since they took over, say around 2014 is when you got the most microtransactions. Right? So in 2014, they broke the record. 15, they broke their own record. 16, they broke every record. Right? 2017 came around, right? These figures be up or down, in or around, conflict factor. Okay? So when the game came out originally, it cost 160 million to make. Uh, the big huge games normally cost around 200 million. The Call of Duty, the Battlefields, the Grand Theft Auto, stuff like that, right? Grand Theft Auto cost 300 million to make. Or made a billion back in sales and its forces. In game sales, okay? But you take... Yeah, before microtransactions in game If you purchases. take, if you take Grand Theft Auto out of it, Call of Duty is the biggest selling game every year. You know, it was for a long, long time. Uh, FIFA wouldn't sell as many copies, but it would smash the revenue. Compared to Call of Duty, Battlefield, uh, purely on microtransactions. Purely on people buying the gold packs for to build up their ultimate team, right? Ultimate team, as you know, you buy players that can link together to build up chemistry. In if they play together in the same team, same country, or the same league, they can get some stuff. You know, in the right position to get more chemistry up to ten chem. And uh, when you buy the packs. You can get absolute dirt, but you can get good stuff, and you know it's very risky. It's yeah. very addictive. It's the exact same as tr- like it's the Premier League cards back in the day yeah. when you were a kid. It's very addictive. Your chances of getting a good carry are quite high, right? So the top five people in every position is a walkout. Okay, when you open the pack, the it, the pack turns around and it's in the middle of a stadium, and these. Uh, flags drop down. You go, oh my god, I got a walkout. That means you got one to top five for each position, right? It's like twenty something walkouts, okay? Yeah. And then, uh, you know, Aguero or Pogba will walk out. I got uh, De Gea as a walkout. I got Frank Ribery as a walkout. I got Hugo Lloris as a walkout. I got Chiellini as a walkout. I've got five walkouts so far. I can't remember who the fifth one was. Danny Alves. Question. Five of the Quest. best. How much of that giant revenue that they got on monetization? Did you give to them? I haven't given them an awful lot. No. I've probably spent about 60 quid. Extra on top of it. On top of buying the, the game itself. Yeah. Now when I bought, I bought the deluxe edition, which was 100 quid, and I get a 25k pack, and a team of the week loan pack every Monday. Right? Ah, so, so, so when you bought, you get that for forever now? Or? For 20 weeks. Okay, so one of them packs would cost you €12.50 to buy. I get 20 of them for free. 
not for free. Well, for as part of buying the deluxe edition. Yeah, of but the if game. you work it out, like your game's what normally sixty, so you're paying an extra forty, you get twenty, yeah. then twelve quid yeah. a piece. So, so you're getting like a hundred. With the gold packs, there'll be ones for five thousand coins, which will be about ten matches. You would earn five thousand coins, right? But within ten matches, you'll finish a season. A season would be between six and ten games, and you get like a thousand if you got relegated, two thousand if you get promoted, or five thousand if you win the league. Okay. Oh, so you, you can then you can make more money. Okay? Oh, so you, you can buy packs without actually having to without spending your own money. money. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. I didn't spend my own money on it for ages because I was getting these free packs. So these free packs will come in and be like a twenty-four players pack. Yeah. A ship player is going to sell for six hundred and fifty coins. Oh, so you can sell them players. So, then, so I could if you get, get duplicates and stuff. If I like get that. that pack, and none of them are uh, Barclays Premier League. Elite God Squad, then I'm not going to use them cards. So I will sell them. A shit card will go for five or six hundred coins. A good card, a half decent one will go to, you know, say if you have like Ryan Bertrand or uh, Kevin Nolan, that'll go for a thousand coins. Dimitri Poyet. Poyet goes for fifty six thousand coins. Meza Ozil goes for was going for ninety thousand until the market crashed last week because of team of the week. I got Mesa Ozil the other day for 46,000 coins. Yeah. Right, which, if you were to buy that with your own money, it's going to cost you 46 euro. Is it? Yes. 1,000 coins is a euro. 1,000 coins is a euro. Or 100 FIFA points. 100 FIFA points is 1 euro. And that's 1,000 coins. Jesus. Right? So you can spend... Now, some people... Um, there's a Pele card in it, right, that costs 6 million coins. Okay? So if you wanted to buy him, he's going to cost you 600 euro to buy Pele to use in your ultimate team or you could spend nothing play a few games open a 5k pack with only, which will only have one good card in it and you could get Pele could you imagine that you could get Pele and people have gotten it from 5k packs that's the lowest pack lowest gold pack you can get when the game came out originally it made 220 odd ish million in game sales which is huge for a game obviously apart from the the Top tier games with the, the college with the battlefields. Yeah. And again, you don't count Grand Theft Auto on this because that was just astronomically bigger than every other game that ever came out. Stuck in a billion. It was the first one to break a billion in revenue. And then it made, in the first month, it made over 100 million more than it had taken in. So nearly 350 million just in microtransactions in Ultimate Team. Jesus. So now, with them, just with them two together, in the first month, it made more than Battlefield. One. It made more than Call of Duty. It made more than all of the, all of the games that year, and that's what it does each year. It sells X amount of games, but then but it gains more. It would make it, it, would, it could make a billion in all space per year, right? So that happens. The game comes out. Everybody's spending mad. People are buying packs. Um, you get, you know, they they give you a new new bonus packs that are coming out every week. The best eleven players from around Europe go into a team of the week. Okay, so if you have like a, like Payet was in it, Payet normal card is 85 rated. If he gets into the team of the week, you'll get an 89 rated Payet, right? That would cost you 650,000 coins instead of a normal 50,000 coins that it costs. And if he boosted up with his free kick accuracy, he boosted up with his pace and his strength and his passing, right? This week, so Christmas comes along, people spend a lot of money then, then it gets quiet for a couple of days, and then they bring out team of the year. Okay. Team of the Year packs. Team of the Year team. Right? And what the Team of the Year is, they get the top 11 players of the calendar year. 
and boost their, their stats and ah. put them cards up, right? So normal Ronaldo is 94 rated. He's the highest rated player in the game, right? Might be 96, but we call it 94 for argument's sake. Yeah, he got he got player of the year. The calendar year, okay? Thief Pro player of the year is Christian Ronaldo. Now there is a very rare pack out there in the pack somewhere, okay? That is a 99 rated Christian Ronaldo. Okay? Jesus. Then you have a 98 Messi and a 98 Suarez. So they're the top three, right? They're the strikers. Normally what they do for team of the year is on the Monday they bring out the goalkeeper and the defenders. On the Wednesday they bring out the midfielders. On the Friday they bring out the strikers. And then on the Saturday you can get all of them. All of them are into normal circulation where you can pack any of them at any time. Okay? You could go and open 20 packs, like monster packs, like and get four. our friend who plays this game, right? Don't know if they'd want this out there. Yeah. Um, today, when I was on to, I was on the horse saying, right now, the team of the year just came out. And straight away, she got 35 euro worth <laughs> of in-game coins. Of course she did. And then <laughs> uh, her first pack was worth 20 quid. And she got fucking nothing out of it. <laughs> <laughs> got absolute dirt out of it, right? So this year, because, like, you know, when you're watching the YouTube channels and the YouTube videos and they talk about team of the year, they say to you, hold on to your coins, okay? This is where there's a big market crash. You get players cheaper this week because people are holding on to their coins and selling all the players, emptying out the squads so that they have a lot more money to spend on these team of the year packs to try and get that 99 Ronaldo. Yeah. Right? Now they've flipped it around and they released the strikers first. So nobody's holding on to the money until the weekend. Everybody's going mental. Spending it like it's fucking... I swear to God there'll be there'll be four or five million spent on packs since six o'clock today when that came out. As soon as I got a notification saying team of the year is out on my phone and I just clicked onto the companion app it said all service out. <laughs> right, so I logged on straight away on FIFA on my Xbox, and I had seven thousand coins or something like that. So I needed a five hundred. I, I discarded like a quick, quick sold uh, player. Opened up a pack straight away, seven point five k pack. So that would have, would have cost about seven euro if you buy it normally. Yeah, but it was you know it's only a couple of games to get that, and I got nothing out of it. But you can easily go and spend. You know, sometimes you're sitting there, right? And I'm playing a couple of games, and then after opening a pack, I've got nothing out of it. And you know, you're, you're hooked up already. You're, you know, you're, yeah, your you're, bank you're, card is there. You're there. Do you want to open a pack? You know, you've got EA access, so you know, a Euro pack is only going to cost 8 9 cents. Right? 8 9 cents here. Do you think that would make a difference in my life if I just threw that out the window? No. No. I could land Paul Pogba for that 89 cents and sell him for 300,000 points. And then I could buy loads of packs. Yeah. Die with loads of packs. <laughs> so you got you're like, what's eighty nine cents? Get it, get no now, fuck it. I'll get two ninety nine that's almost again. It cost me two sixty eight quick EA access. There's four euro gone. Next minute you're like thirty euro down the drain going, I've got nothing. I've yeah, got yeah, nothing. Yeah, I got yeah, it. I get lost, lost drastic, I gotta open one to get the money back. I have to open one to get the money back. Then when it's coming up to like Tuesday, Wednesday, there's no actual money in the account that you just have cash. And you're out and about doing your bits and you see a GameStop. You win it. There's a 20 euro Xbox right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, no, I, I actually I fell into the same trap when it came to H1Z1. H1Z1 have brought in this... Um, microtransactions. Well, loads of microtransactions. It's always had microtransactions since the start, but it's brought in this thing called the scrapyard. I don't know if I'm talking to you about it or not. Is it crafting? No, it's where... Before, when you won a battle royale, or you came, say, 10th to 1st on a solo, you got a little mystery bag. You open the mystery bag, you get like a unique t-shirt, a unique pair of trousers, or, or a different type of shoes, or boots, so that when you pick them up in, in, in-game, you can you can skin them and change them to like multicolor Hawaiian shirts rather than a raggedy ass white t-shirt. So you get these bags, and I had du- millions of duplicates of everything because I was I've been playing. I've got like 419 hours in King of the Kill since they split, and I've got another 400 and some odd hours in the main H1, which was when it was just H1. So I've got yeah. 800 plus hours. So the amount of mystery bags I got over that, I've got all these skins that I wasn't using that were just sitting there. But they brought in this scrapyard thing where you can go and you can scrap them. And for uncommons, you get 20 scrapyard points. For uncommons? Com- are you not called rares? Or- no, it's uncommon, common, rare, uh, ultra rare, and super rare. Okay. So uncommons is 20 scrapyard points. Commons is 50 scrapyard points. Uh, for rares, it's, it's it's 250 scrapyard points. Can you, buy act, can you actually buy scrapyard points? Yeah, you can buy scrapyard points then. <laughs> with the scrapyard points. And it's cheap, points. you know, just to do all you do. You just, yeah. See that little button over it, you just press that, you got some yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's the same thing as a thousand scrapyard points in Europe, so it's like for a five, you can buy a thousand scrapyard points. For 100 scrapyard points, you can randomly generate a random skin, and it gives a list of all the skins you could possibly open. Going from the uncommons up to the ultra rares. Now, if you get an ultra, that's ten cents. Yeah, I'm not gonna notice that. If you get, if you get an <laughs> ultra rare, right? You can, you can either keep it if if it's cool ultra rare and use it, or you can scrap it for five thousand scrapyard points straight away. Like, so if you bought five thousand scrapyard points, opened the first one, got your ultra rare, you scrap that, you just got another five thousand scrapyard points. It's a vicious cycle. Oh yeah, yeah. I ended up scrapping all of my skins, all of them, and I had, I I scrapped them all. I what I did just went in, I scrapped, 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 scrapped until they were all gone except for, except for. <laughs> oh, here we go. Right, I scrapped them all of them except for um I think four, four that I normally actually wear all the time, like right. Yeah, we're just taking a picture here, folks. Yeah, Jerry looked a bit stupid there. Blowing bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I scrapped all my scrapyard points, except for the military skins that I always wore. I have military trails, military hat, military um, shirt. And I held on to them. And no shoes. And no shoes. <laughs> so I held on to them, right? And when I scrapped all the ones that I had, I must have gotten probably close to maybe 12,000 scrapyard points out of all the skins that I'd gotten. I got one ultra rare. <laughs> randomly generated. <laughs> and it was the worst looking ultra rare I've ever seen in my life. How much so would that, how much them, roughly, how much would them, uh, scrap their points, would they have cost you that you'd spent on all that when you got the one ultra rare? Ah, uh, probably about 15 euro. So not much, like. Again, yeah. just this, it could just, it's too easy. Well, yeah, it can, it can. It's too easy. And it, the minimum you can buy is 5,000. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you did you see the video of Summit losing a hundred grand? He was he was uh, he was on one of those CSGO sites. Summit one G. Summit one G. Yeah, 
and um, this was before they were banned from Twitch. You're not allowed to to, to broadcast them anymore. Thanks he, a lot, Teamer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, he he was making bets and he put a five thousand bet on, and he lost. He's like, oh shit, I've got to win that back. Another five thousand bet on, lost. He's like, five thousand cash. Yeah. He had he had like seven hundred fifty thousand dollars worth of skins in a CS:GO account. Honestly. He showed it, and you're like, just that's just fucking ridiculous. So he, he bets 5,000, loses. Bets 5,000 again, loses. He's like, oh my god, I gotta get this back. Bets 10,000, loses. Bets another 10,000, loses. Bets another 10,000, loses. And he's like, he's stressed, you can actually see the 10,000 actual dollars. Dollars. Now, would he get all that back because it turned out that the CSGO lot was, nope. was fixed? No, because it wasn't on that CSGO. CS, whatever, whatever the CSGO roulette one was, it was on a different one. He didn't like that one, so he never actually gambled on that one. The one that those boys, the streamers on. How much did he lose? 100 grand. In about 6 minutes. Oh my god. And, and then he said, right, I'm done. And, and, then he just, and then he just stopped. Logged off. And then he just stopped. There was another lad, I went on a YouTube troll because I saw that. And I watched that. I was like, <laughs> oh my god. And when that one finishes, you don't recommend it. Yeah, yeah. Guy loses like 35 grand on the CSGO exchange thing. And so he's betting, same thing, he's betting 5,000, 5,000, 5,000, 5,000, and he's down to his last 5,000, he's got like 5,750 dollars worth of stuff left, and he bets his last 5,000, right? And it goes right past his name, face, onto the guy next to him. Kicks a monitor over, gets up, puts a hole through his door, and walks out of the room and leaves the stream streaming. I do say. 35 grand! People were, people on those things were crazy. It was like they were mad addictive. Since mad we addictive. Uh, exchanged scarves, how did uh, City do? And, or how did Shut up. West Ham do Shut in, up. The, in the cup that Leeds are chosen? Shut up. You're saying Leeds went further? <laughs> <laughs> so we pulled City. Uh, we had them home. And we have now made a record, broke a record that lasted like 15 years for the worst home defeat in the FA Cup. Do you know what's mad about that? Right? To have the worst home defeat in 15 years. Man United's God Squad would have played away to fucking nobody in a shed in the tour of the FA Cup. And still not have beaten that record. Yeah. <laughs> and they that, I'm fucking scared for that. Home. Five nil. Well, Kiss listen, 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 ass. listen. Leeds are going back up. Okay? We are currently fifth in the championship. Right? From 24th after the first six games, you were 21st. Right. We've lost two games since then. Won our drill every other game since. We've brought some life into the team with our manager called Gary Monk. Right. And now there's a brand new owner bought 50.5% of the shares in the club. And he gave 20 million to Gary Monk to spend. Lovely. In the January transfer window? In the January transfer window. We have been linked with Gary Nugent, Peter Crouch, Michael Carrick, and Jermaine Defoe. And also Maxim, who plays for Stuttgart. He's yeah. a fucking legend of a footballer. So we've been linked with all of them, and we have managed to nail down Pablo Hernandez, who is our uh, central attacking midfielder, like a playmaker. Yeah. And Pontus Janssen, the Swedish dude who went to play, was playing in Italy, uh, dump damaged his knee, had a couple of surgeries done on it, and he kept getting the damage. And the club were like, "Now we're not going to renew your contract. You know, you have two years left. You're not going to get your game. All this sort of stuff." 
and then Gary Monk along to him and said, here, look, why don't you come to Leeds? He's like, no, I think I'm just going to leave. He's like, no, 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 come to Leeds with me, all alone, half season. See, we'll see how you go, yeah. Our medical staff would be able to better uh, rehabilitate your leg, right? He comes over, in a couple of weeks, he played his first 90-minute game in two years. Then he becomes, he's a starter in the defence. Bangs in the goals. Bangs in the goals. And he puts out these emotional things all the time. Interviews afterwards go, this is my cell phone. Leeds United, Gary Monk has made me fall in love with the game again. And then the other day, he signed a permanent deal. Happy days. So we have him, we have a playmaker, we have Britcutt, the best CDM in England, back after being out for two months injured. We're winning every single match. And we're going up. And then we're going to win the Champions League in two years. We it's were, science. We were looking like we were doing good. We were we were on a, a mad losing streak. Then we got, what, three games in a row winning. You did, Payet didn't really play for the first two months, did he not? No, not he too was fat. injured. Fat. That's yeah. Huge. He was fat. Yeah. No, well, he was out injured at, at one point. Same with Carroll. Same, same fucking bullshit story that West Ham have every season. Start the season with half our team out injured on the bench. Um, but yeah, no, we, we did bad at the start. We were starting to pick it up. We got three in a row. Then we drew one. Then we lost. Then we lost. Then we lost. Then we lost. Then we lost to City. Um, and now, now Poya is looking like he's signing back with his old French team. I can't remember the name of him. But he's over there now anyway doing a physical. Is he really? Yeah. He's over there Openly now. over there doing a physical. Doing a physical. Yeah. Well, I, I thought he was going to be gone last season anyway. I thought he was gone to United, and then he played against United, and he scored, and he was the only person to fucking say and it's celebrate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah? Don't bite the hand that's going to feed you in, in January. Exactly. That's, yeah. That was like, they would have injured Griezmann as well, you know. We, we, we... Pogba's left hand. Griezmann. Oh, yeah. Imagine. We went to, we we approached like three or four different clubs with three or four different strikers, and we turned away every single one. Came... God, you have Andy Carroll. Oh yeah, he's <laughs> amazing. One good game of season. One yeah, one good game of season. It's the most important game. He's like, yes, I scored a goal. Yes, yeah. And he, he kept no, you up or got you to the into the. No, I'm injured. You know, yeah, no, no, for nine weeks. Yeah, yeah. Pulled me here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> did you? Oh, did you see that? Uh, the the ref sending off your man in the Portuguese league for the ref running into him. The ref runs into him and ref then he sends the player off. And he sends the player off, yeah? No. Now, to be fair, I, w- I was watching a clip of it, right? To be fair, they, they showed his, he was a second yellow. So his first yellow, he absolutely hoofs the guy out. So it's a well-deserved yellow, if not more, because it was like, he looked vicious. And apparently he was playing very aggressive throughout the whole match. Really, like, you know, going in heavy on tackles and that. But uh, so free kick's being taken. And your man's kind of, Ball and all has been set up over here, and the ref's over here to the left of him. And your man's turned to his right, and he's, he's talking to his team, and he's like directing them. By the time he's turning back around, the ref is doing that, running backwards from the spot and all that kind of thing, and runs straight into the lap with his back. Did your man see the ref go? No, he literally just turned, and the ref, and he puts his hand out to stop the ref. And he nearly falls over, because the ref, like, full sprints into him backwards. And so the ref turns around and sees who it is, just second yellow, red card off, and your man's like, you run into me! Okay. <laughs> you watch it back and you're like, he literally just turns back after directing his team into position to see the ref about to smash into him, puts his hands out. Referee Mike Dean has had five of his last seven red cards over time. 
Yeah, we had three last year. What do you mean? Three red cards. Uh, overturned. Overturned last yeah. year. In three games, one game we were winning and we went on to draw because we went down to 10 after like the 64th minute. Um, Saha got, got fucking, um, got sent off. And so we drew that one. Uh, we were, it was nil all in one that it looked like we, we were getting chances, getting chances, getting chances. Then we got sent, someone got sent off and we went, we lost one nil. And then we were losing one, but it looked like we were on a break and we were, we were getting some momentum and steam. And, um, we got another sending off red card and then we went on to, to lose, obviously. But then they all got overturned. So there were three games that one we could have equalised in. One we were definitely we were winning. And another one... Should have just won the match. Yeah, should have. Yeah, it doesn't matter there. if you had a player sent off or not. You should have scored more goals than the other team. Yeah. End of story. Nine players, eight players. Win the match or don't win the match. It's nothing to do with ref. It's got everything to do with the ref. Fuck no, that shit. Listen, Leeds on a hot shit. streak. Yeah, we're pissing gold. It's all about football. Yeah, it's all about football until someone on the pitch can't play football anymore because the ref sends them off. Yeah, well, Payet needs to get into shape and carry the mm-hmm. team again. Although, if you are the only player on the team that was outstanding and you were carrying everybody and you had Mark Noble over there pissing and moaning, you've got two shit goalkeepers, you've got no strikers, you're like, do you know what? Fuck this. He was he was he was a great sign and he was happy to go there at the time. He only flourished as a footballer when he went to West Ham. Yeah, he only became one of the world's most interesting footballers. Remember he's banging in all them goals, yeah, all the free kicks. And then he's like he's carrying the whole uh, he's carrying the whole squad for himself. Then he goes to France, plays a blinder through the Euros, comes back and he's like he's had a few burgers stuff like that. He didn't break his bollocks to get fit. No. Then when he did no. get fit, he came back and he sweat. He's like, oh, I'm not into this. I'm sick of blowing bubbles. Yeah. Sick, sick of getting fucking let down. Yeah. Let down. Sick of all playing your fucking heart out, scoring. When he goes to score last season? Oh, 11. 11 Premier 12, League goals. 12, I think. It was either 11 and, or 12. And 8 of them were probably impossible free kicks. And yeah, yeah. Still, if he didn't score any of them goals, he would have finished. I know. I wouldn't like. mind when we were just before we were going to play the City game. Uh, I was listening to an interview uh, with I can't fucking say this guy's name. Slat Slatan Blidic. 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 I said it right. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's the first time I've ever done it. Slatan Blidic. Um, and he's like, uh, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I think. Alright, I said it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> the manager, yeah. Yeah. So he's like, right, I'm going to. Um, we're, we're, we're not here, we're not here just to like, you know, just to compete. We, we want silverware. Yeah. We've got a good chance at silverware. And I, I, I listened to the interview, I was like, yeah, you should be getting silverware. Actually, I think he's the first manager in about 10 years that's actually said that. Yeah, instead of saying, we're, we're everybody stay up, we want to have a good, uh, yeah, we're top we want, yeah, we want to, yeah, finish middle of the table, you know, yeah, we want that top 10 position and all that. They're all, we want that top 10. We want to want to stay out of danger zone. We want, we want to play some good, nice, clean football. No, no. This man's actually saying, we want silverware. We have a good opportunity of winning, getting silverware. And then you lose 5-0 and break a 15-year-old record of the worst home defeat in the FA Cup. Do you think he's a good manager? He talks the talk, but his players ain't doing the walking. Yeah, and your stadium is shit. It's crap. You've lost your 12th man. 
absolute atmosphere has gone shit. Fake atmosphere. We've shit. talked about it before on the podcast, yeah. but they have uh, the audio speakers. played over, yeah? Yeah. To, to get the atmosphere up, to get the... Get now, the there is a wrong. guy who I watch on YouTube called Bazinga. Uh, Bazinga? He uh, is a YouTuber, FIFA YouTuber. He does pack openings and uh, ultimate team. And, uh, he does, like, a road to commander, which is, like, a road to league one. Yeah. But where he'd start off with Dimitri Paya. He's a mad Paris fan. Right? And I like him already. He will start off with Paya and then he will play a match and with the coins he makes from that match he will buy people that will go with Paya and then build up that squad. Around Paya. Around Paya. It's called Project Paya. <laughs> yeah. So, um, when at the start of the season when or when he came back and scored a couple of goals, he got a team of the week card that I was talking to you earlier on. Mm-hmm. It was team of the week cards, and it was a monster of a Poyet card. And you had to, in order to get that, you'd spend a fortune in these squad builder challenges to get it. I'm not going into a squad builder challenge in there now and take a while. And he got that, and that's what he's using for this. He does vlogs, right? If we just click onto his uh, YouTube there. He does a vlog. He goes to all the home games and What's vlogs them. Bazinga, just put B-E-Z and it'll come up. There he is. Bazinga. There he is. Oh, it's Bez. <laughs> That's a face on him because he's there at the West Ham match. Right? And, um, give him a sub. He's a, he's a, he's an iron. Give him a sub. He's got two and a half million right. subs. <laughs> two and a half million subs. But two and he, and half so, so they do these. Crossbar challenge. Why has he got a turkey on his head? Because it was Christmas. Oh, right, that makes sense. He goes to all of these. He, last season he did all these vlogs. When he goes to the match, and you know, he has a few points beforehand, they watch the match, they sing the songs, they talk about it afterwards. Yeah. This year, them vlogs are hilarious. Because he's fucking miserable. <laughs> <laughs> As you would be. As you will be with the form that's happening. Or yeah, well, unless you're a lead supporter, then you're going to have good things to talk about around the football table. Yeah. Right, POBG. I think episode 31. In the books. In the books, yeah. Winter hibernation is done. We're back on the roll. Yeah. We're going to be recording Monday nights. We're going to be uploading Wednesday nights. Mm-hmm. We are going to... Every single Wednesday. Every single Wednesday, you, you will have a new episode of the Unfree Podcast. Guaranteed. Free Guaranteed. content. Free content for your ears. There is going to be one episode that we're going to do every month. It's only going to be a short one. It's going to be a little small segment, but it's going to be on our live stream and on our YouTube. Uh, and that's going to be Loot Crate Open. Hey. So we get into the Unfree Studio. We show up with a nice Unfree Studio white table with the New crate, open it up, see and what can we get. Monster. And can of monster, of course, from sponsors. <coughs> Official. But yeah, so that's what you've got to look forward to. You've got to look forward to every Wednesday, and then one night, one day a week, a month, you got a new crate open. Yeah, one live stream, and regular uploads to iTunes. Yeah. If you want to jump over to the live stream and have a chat with us, we'll have a chat while we do it. Uh, we'll always have a banter with anyone that's wanting to come on and, and have a chat. Hang out and see what we get in our loot crates. Otherwise, you can find Chewy at Chewy the First on Twitch.tv. So www.twitch.tv forward slash Chewy the First. 
I do live streams three to four, maybe five times a week of all random uh, MMO games. Trying to get Pete's PC back up and running that he might be able to jump you back on. You can find me uh, rolling around Dublin town with a lot of CVs in my hand. <laughs> if you're looking for me, that's where I'll be. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, thanks guys. See you soon. Talk to you next week. Next time.